Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. This is Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters is here, and we are your Movie Geek hosts. Well, let me rephrase. I have the Movie Geek with whom I am married. Yay! And I've never seen anything. So if you've never heard this podcast before... You are about to hear uh, the musings of somebody who knows a lot about movies and the musings of somebody who knows nothing about movies. It really works out well. This week, though, we're very, very excited because we have Josh and Liz, who are from Bloody Date Night. Hello, Josh and Liz. Hello. What a thrill this must be for you. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And, and it really is more, I think, than any other guest that we've had on, not to impugn other guests. Cool. explain why. They're all fabulous. But to have somebody who understands, who is in kind of like the same boat that we are in terms of, yeah. I feel like this is like a a through the looking glass situation. So you guys, um, by the way, just got engaged. Congratulations. Thank Thank you. you To each other, which was really nice. It it worked out so well. It worked out really well. That that would have been very awkward for you guys to do your, your podcast for, you started in 2015? Did yeah. we? Yes. Sure. If I, he did the research, I, I bet think that's so. right. Yeah, I'm pretty so sure you that's guys, true. You guys started Bloody Date Night in 2015, and your your whole story for your podcast is you guys have been dating, just got engaged, and Josh loves horror movies, and every usually every movie that you guys cover are totally new to Liz, correct? Yeah. Yes. Um, the only one... Did you, was there one that you might have known you've seen before There were some like point? some that I'd seen chunks of yeah you know like poltergeist i'd seen a yeah. bit of and like nightmare on elm street a little bit yeah for I the most part i i don't think new. that she's truly sat down and watched a, a a fully a full horror movie which i do make her do by herself yes which is which is horrible i know yes <laughs> but yeah that's so. where the bloody date night comes in she right. just uh yeah she beats the shit out of me yeah i'm like god damn it why we got so you so and I just looked so I've I've listened to a lot of these episodes but the so these are some of the movies that you guys have covered on your show that we've covered on ours because like I said you were uh, like uh, several years into the future of you guys so we we have Nightmare on Elm Street one and two Halloween Child's Play Poltergeist Hellraiser Sleepaway Camp and Texas Chainsaw Massacre Chrissy do you remember any of those I was just gonna say I remember some of these. <laughs> I do. I remember Poltergeist, uh, Sleepaway Camp, one of the nightmares. Oh, I didn't realize y'all did Sleepaway Camp. Man, I'll have to go back and listen to that. I, oh, uh, how could you forget what a, Camp? What a I movie. I, t- I think I told Josh w- w- before that came out, I was like, that's one of my favorite movies to hear someone who's never seen it before talk about. because It's, it's a fucking insane-a-thon. <laughs> it's out of control. It's, it's, it's a great movie mainly because it is... Balls out insane. It looks like they just put children in harm's way for no goddamn reason. Yeah. It's it's a movie that I think truly, like, I wish kind of still, we still embraced where it was just like cursing kids and like, they just kill each other and. Just totally nutty. 
Yeah, Liz, yeah. And Liz, the ending is case... by far one of the most batshit. Oh, one of the wait, 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 wait. Do your do your impression, Chrissy. I was just about to do it. You stole my thunder, Liz. I was gonna say if you can't remember this movie, this will bring it all back for you. We're on Skype, by the way, and she can actually see me right now. So I'm gonna do. Wait, don't do the, just do the do the audio, not the visual. <laughs> yes, that's exactly that face. <laughs> I love. I, it's such You're a. Welcome. It's a crazy thing to see. Jesus. That was also the similar. Nightmare that fuel. was also a very similar ending that James L. Brooks was going to use for Spanglish. Oh, <laughs> he was I trying. Hate to- I hate that movie. How dare you bring that up, Josh? Really I'm sorry. I I don't. I I'm on a Spanglish kick. Oh man! <laughs> it's all, all I've been doing for the last four nights has been watching Spanglish. Yikes. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I know Justin's got a weird thing about it, but it's not a bad movie. Is so is the podcast going to change once you guys get married? Probably not. Uh, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think the only uh, the only difference will be that I think maybe at this point we'll be comfortable enough to be able to sit with each other and watch the movie together and not and not talk, talk about it. it. Oh, but I'm so bad at that. Honestly, I'm really bad at watching. As we discovered with Evil Dead 2, I asked Josh about a thousand questions, and he mm. didn't answer any of them, uh, which was rude. Um, but I, I have a hard time watching a movie and not, like, if I'm with someone, not reacting to it, you know? Oh. Poor <laughs> welcome, Welcome to my nightmare, Chrissy. <laughs> so, um... Let's get right to it, guys. So we, uh, I'm a big fan of you guys. Uh, We're I've big been, fans uh, of you yeah, too. Yeah, we like, like you too. guys. Do some fun shit. I love the escape from um, L.A. and uh, the fucking. <laughs> cur- that was. <laughs> I love tr- that shit. Yeah. Big trouble, little China. Got to bring trouble, that up. I will. Dude, I will. Never I will go. I will. I've, I've been wanting to say this for a while. I'm. I'm a big trouble, little China fan. It's really good. I think that there is something to it. I don't know what it is. And also, but I also go out on a limb, I kind of like Escape from L.A. because it's so fucking dumb. I like Escape from L.A. It's goofy. But it's dumb. It's goofy. But I agree. J- Josh, you just said you don't know what it is. It's because it's fucking awesome, Josh. <laughs> it's a great movie. Liz, have you seen Big Trouble in Little China? No, I've not. I've heard that they actually uh, they, uh. they sent copies to um, like war-torn countries to bring peace. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Kurt Russell has saved the he saved Syria. <laughs> so, like I said, as, as a as a fan of you guys, we've been talking about trying to do something together and uh, back and forth with Liz for a while. We figured out a movie that is celebrating a 30th anniversary, or just did this past March. Oh my god, it has um, been you're right. Back in what well, it came out in uh, March 13th, 1987. We decided it'd be a good time to finally talk about. Evil Dead 2. Four years ago, in this quiet forest, in this cozy cabin, something happened. Something so frightening. Something so deadly. So evil. We prayed it would never happen again. Now, from the creator of Evil Dead, comes Evil Dead 2 Dead. 
by dawn. Back on the market. <laughs> back on so many. There's so many like other t- subtitles. Like back on the market. De- definitely are, are not really? the same movie. Havana Nights. <laughs> Evil Dead Two. Havana Nights. <laughs> evil Deader. Right? Evil. I asked Eviler. Justin before, more evil the most evil, the, just evil. <laughs> I asked Justin before we saw this I was like do I have to say evil dead in order to see, understand this, this is like, okay no, so this is no. this is an interesting I don't know how you want to get into this because so what before diving. before we get into the nitty-gritty let's yeah. just say uh like I said celebrate just celebrate a 30th year anniversary uh this past March if no one's ever seen this first go see it now and then come back to us. But Stop uh, what you're just, doing and go watch Evil Dead 2. Exactly. So the logline on IMDb, for anyone who's never seen this movie, is the lone survivor of an onslaught of flesh-possessing spirits holds up in a cabin with a group of strangers while the demons continue their attack. Well, that's you, accurate. That's fairly self-explanatory. So, I, so I Evil that. Dead 2, sometimes called Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn, is the sequel to the 1981 Evil Dead and so Christy asked me that question, do you have to see the first one to see this one? And I said, no, absolutely not. You don't have to. See, see, I asked that question and Josh said, shh, I'll tell you later. And then we never <laughs> talked about it again. Yeah. <laughs> it works. <laughs> so secretive, Josh. So wait, yeah. so Josh, well, do you like, think I, she should have seen it? You have to realize it? also we're now so used to watching move it, movies separately. It was kind of a treat to be able to watch a movie together. <laughs> That's so funny. You got to change this up, man. Yeah, you yeah. Gotta watch, start watching them together. Like, I just don't know I how think, you have time to watch them separately. But like, I'm I'm totally fine with it because there are some moments where I literally will watch them. Like, not to push too much, but we're going to record our episode for House of a Thousand Corpses tomorrow. And oh, um, God, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> and so not f- I w- not for you, Chrissy. Not yeah. <laughs> um, and so it was just like I would. I would rewind the movie slept, like several times during moments. I was like, "Man, this movie's fucking killer!" But we can't talk too much about it. No, no, we, we can't. can't. But like, I like I like doing those things when I'm able to watch the movies on my own. Yeah, that's fair. That sounds it's just like studying a Zapruder tape. Well, if we did that on our show, Chrissy would never watch the movies. It would depend on the movie. Chrissy, it's hard enough getting you to watch one with me. So my, I'm like, oh, you have some homework. Go do this. No way. No, if you said, okay, you have some homework. Go watch Feel the Dreams, which we covered recently. I'd be like, okay, okay, it's fine. I'll, co- I'll do that. But if you said, all right, homework, go watch Evil Dead 2, I'd be like, what? Why? Uh, Why? Why so, so, so the obvious gist of this is Josh and I had seen this movie before. Right. And, and you and Liz had never seen this movie before. Right. Um. I'm going to go to our, our guest who had never seen it before, Liz. What was your overall impressions of the movie? As I drink. Wait, wait, wait. Let me drink and, and go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny and weird and goofy. And I don't know if it's just because I've now watched so many very serious horror films. But this always like, this is just fucking nuts and they know that it's nuts and I like that. <laughs> also, what's his name? Bruce Campbell? Is yeah. that his name? Br- yeah. Bruce yeah. Campbell. Bruce Campbell. He's sort of like a like a proto Jim Carrey yeah. kind of. The Bruce is loose. The Bruce is loose. In this movie. The Bruce is juiced in this movie. <laughs> the Bruce is juiced. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Liz, let me tell you, uh, will you marry me? <laughs> Can we get like she's, a polyamory still, situation? We'll, get, like, on okay, we'll do like some some proto wife swapping here. 
Exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Josh is like, no. Uh, Josh almost did a spit take. So, that was I'm really so, great. I'm so happy that that's your response, your response to the movie because C- Chrissy. Yeah. Tell us, tell us what you thought of Evil Dead Two. I was really, really tired and cranky. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to preface it. Just give us your it's, words. But it's the reality of the situation, and it, it it needs to be said. So I sit down and watch this, and I'm like, okay, all right, we're gonna watch this horror movie because I'm not a horror girl. Who knew? But I'm not. So he puts it on, and and ten minutes in, I'm like, I'm gonna throw up. I don't understand. I feel like I'm on a roller coaster ride and I can't get off. And I think this is intentionally disorienting, but it's also intentionally making me nauseous. Yeah, there and were so- a lot of points where I was going like, what is that? Now what's going on? Who are those people? What's yes. the plot? I don't know. Eh, it's okay. And then I just like that. Let it happen. Well, I You're think better the, at that than me. The, be- the beauty about this movie, though, is that uh, it- it's the simple concept of, pe- of two people going out to the cabin and everything goes wrong. Right. Like that's that's the only thing you really need to know. It's like a it's like a national lampoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Van Wilder in it's, in the woods. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I, why I named Van a, a Wilder bad, a of, bad of national all the national movies. lampoon movies that you pulled out there. I mean, why not, dude? The Rise of Taj is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a fan of Van Wilder, man. That's one of Ryan Reynolds' uh, best roles, right? In my eyes. Do you know what this movie made me think of? And maybe this is why I didn't like it as much as you did, Liz. And certainly, I'm, I'm sure the guys loved it. I, I've but, got, you, I've got, I've got your quote ready for you to, to just tell me what you're going to say. Go th- ahead. That's fine. But, <laughs> but what stuck in my head is the comparison that I had to a movie that I actually enjoyed from a few years back, which was, um, was it the? It's the one with. Come on, Chris. Oh, why can't I remember the name of it? It's um, Buffy guy, uh, Joss Whedon. What's the name of the movie? Cabin in the Woods. Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Thank you. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Very early on, I'm like, this makes me think of Cabin in the Woods, which I'm sure, you know, was semi-inspired by that. So I get Chicken and Egg, which came first here. But I enjoyed the other one so much more that I spent so much of this movie being like, I wish this were Cabin in the Woods. Why isn't it Cabin in the Woods? So, so the movie ended and Chrissy looked at me with her glower, like just glowered at me, just like through my soul and said, that was stupid. (laughs) I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm sorry. I spent my time on that. (laughs) That was it. And I was just like, that's how many of my relationships ended before I met Liz. (laughs) 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 So I, so from that point on, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna have to come to this podcast. Like the, the goalie kid in mighty ducks where they string him up and just like shoot, Hockey pucks at him the whole time because after Big Trouble in Little China, I have like PTSD because Evil Dead Two is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's, is it really? Oh yeah, hands hands That's, down, hands yeah. down. Josh, you? I I I will agree that it is. I I haven't watched this movie in a while, and rewatching it, I was just like awed by how how fucking amazingly brilliant it is and how much I missed it. It really, it really is one of my favorite movies. Like I forget, I forget how much I love that movie. See, and I thought it was fun and like weird, but I don't think I would ever consider it a favorite movie. But here's the thing, though, and this is—I was thinking about this while watching it. There is so much personality in this movie. Yeah, and it goes as far as like Ash is clearly, 
you know, in this in this version, he's a lovelorn guy and he's going through a lot of shit. The hand has a personality. Like that's how that's yeah. how like I did like that. That's hand. how like that was interesting. Fun. This was movie is part. like there is so much thought going into so many things in this that you have to respect it. It could just easily be some asshole out in the woods and he has to kill all these demons. Yeah, but there is a personality to every single thing that they do in this. Counterpoint. No. <laughs> Go ahead, Liz. Counterpoint, counterpoint to that. There, there are a lot of cool things going on. However, there's really not a plot. There's like sort of that's thank you. There's like there's like not much of a plot to hang anything on. I will not fight you guys th- on that at all. <laughs> no, this is a this is a horror movie. Like the shit goes chaos ensues when a bunch of people a bunch of people are out in the woods. That's think, all you but, need so, to know. So so that's just it. So I think that's my problem. It's not necessarily that I had a huge problem with Evil Dead too. That's my problem with the genre, and that's why I've probably never been able to really get into it because I need a strong plot line and a through line to explain like why people made the choices they do, why they end up in the situation they're in, other than just being stupid and then having to like deal. There's with the that word again. Do. This is if 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 the, you can call it some things like juvenile stuff, but it's not stupid. Let me rephrase. I don't mean that the movie is stupid. But your, st- your face is stupid, Chrissy. Your mom is stupid. Well, I love you know, your mom. she's smart. Guys, she's, guys, she's, guys. She's, she's actually really smart. She's let's let's not fight. No, I love you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I think that I, I have an issue kind of with the genre in general. So this this spoke to that for me. Also, I'll be honest, there were a couple of times where I dozed off and then I'd like pick back up and I'd be like, wait, 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 what's happening? What's happening? It doesn't and really matter. Just, yeah, I it, mean. No, that's it. It looked like more of the really same. Matter. And I'm like, so more, okay, nothing I, happened. It's so. I mean, it's it's more like I am agreeing with you in that a lot of this is just it's kind of a slapdash of things because there's like there's really no answer to a lot of what's going on with with this because Liz was basically like, what is this? What what is this? Like, what's going like? What is this force? And so I was like, oh, I could really go into it with you if you've watched Ash versus Evil Dead, which is an expansion of this universe. we're gonna but go like, into it. With no, me. I was no, like, no, I, I, I was. But yes, I, I, Chrissy, you will understand this movie more if you watch the first Evil Dead oh no. and both seasons no. of Ash versus. But I mean, something I've learned now from you know watching as many horror movies as we have, um, it's that if you try and delve too deep into the why, it just falls apart. For like yes. most horror movies, that's my most problem. of them don't have like an airtight backstory, so you just kind of have to go. Oh, okay, well that's. <laughs> All right, there's just a monster. Okay, there's just a smoke ghost. Like, I was, <laughs> you know, when this movie started, I was like, okay, but why is this demon smoke ghost after them? And how does it move? And how does it get into people? And I was like, you know what? Just, there's just a smoke demon ghost. I don't know. How do you it, do that? I can't stop. It's like an illness. Um, and I can't stop myself. I, I see a lot of experimental performance art, and I've just learned to just, you know, <laughs> let things happen and just. Chrissy, you've seen a lot of experimental performance art, you know, like interpretive dance, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Then we were asking, like, why? Why would she do that to her body? Why would she move that way? Why? Why is that headless, naked body like doing some interpretive dance outside? Oh, I um, love that. God, that, was that so ballet bad. sequence. <laughs> Why? I, every t- that when I remember when that came that up, and I'm amazing. like, I'm like, Chrissy, you'll like this. He did say that, and he was right. I did love that <laughs> sequence. I thought it was hilarious and weird and funny. See, that's how I feel about the whole movie. Why couldn't you just transfer that, that way, love throughout? I felt that way about two things. I felt that way about the hand, and I felt that way about that the ballet sequence, as you called it. It's very <sighs> Tim Burton esque. 
It is you know? a little Tim Burton-y. Like, it's very, it's kind of like got a sick, weird sense of humor to it. Uh, well, very the- claymation-esque, you know. Yeah, also all the time. That's true. There were a couple times where I noted that the way Ash got moved around was sort of like a Disney ride. You know, like there's that thing where he's getting pushed back by the ghost. He's like, like, ah, and he's going through the trees and trees and trees. And I was like, this is something you would go do at Disney. You would hop, you'd strap yourself in and you would just like. What fucking Disney rides did you put, go on? <laughs> Mr. Toad's Wild I was about to say, ride. we're going to Disney World next month, and I would fucking love the Evil Dead 2 Disney <laughs> but, ride. Okay, but did any, did any of y'all, did any of y'all do um, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, but they didn't dark strap as, you to something. It's dark as shit compared, like, every, actually everything Just, in Fantasyland. Just have you fantasy been lands. on Snow White? It is a dark fucking ride. Yeah. That was a scary ride. Yeah, yeah. Chrissy, yeah. you tried to put our two-year-old on it. Yeah, I was like, and I was like, And I was dude, that's the best story. We went to Disney World <laughs> with our two-year-old, and Chrissy's like, oh, yeah, she'll totally love this. I'm like, Chrissy, do you remember this ride? Like... We're in our 30s, and I still remember it. She's like, no. Yeah, she's she's, gonna be she's fine. okay. We got to the front, and like, I made an executive decision. I'm like, last minute, I just like, nope, we're going. And but, we left, left Chrissy by herself. But it wasn't just Justin. Like, the, our daughter, Brooklyn, was like, Daddy, I, I scared. I don't want to. And, and he's like, yeah, we're leaving. And I already belted in the ride, and I'm pregnant. I was like six, seven months pregnant, somewhere in there. So, yeah, I rode Snow White by myself, pregnant girl, in the front. Uh, they came out afterward, and they're like, hi, mommy. <laughs> She's Aww. like dead white. She's like, you were right. You were so <laughs> right. It's a terrible, terrible ride that's really scary. <laughs> so, so why not an Evil Dead 2 ride? That's Dude, yeah. let's hook it up. I, well, that's who owns the rights? Is this like a... I don't know. Sam Raimi? I imagine I imagine Sam Raimi has the rights to that cuz he co-produces all of the uh Evil Dead he all the uh, the Evil Dead series right now. So so what happened so I can explain to Liz and to you really quick is they made Evil Dead in 81. Yeah. Um it was even lower budget than this, but it had a very similar thing going similar thing going on. And then they uh they made another movie after that that uh totally bombed. Totally bond in their Was that like, Time Cop? Um, what? Was that Time Cop or was that something else? Uh, is it Dead Wave? Well, which one was Dead it? Dead Wave. We'll it, was, look it, it, up. Was, it was right after. So it was in 82. And so then they're like, you know, looking for their next big, like, we got to get back on top. And uh, Stephen King was a fan of the first one and knew that they were looking for money uh, for, for the second one. So they took him to uh, uh, Dino De Laurentiis. You remember the, the famous De Laurentiis's? Um, and he financed the second one, but they didn't have the rights to the first one. So what they did was the first part of Evil Dead Two is basically almost like a a recap of what happened in the first movie with a with a same guy but a different girl. Oh, basically. and they have the Doctor Professor thing, and they like, yeah, show yeah yeah yeah. So all all that basically happened in the first movie. So like the first like ten fifteen minutes of this movie is kind of like a recap of Evil Dead One, and then once he gets filled with whatever the spirit is, and yeah, goes, they like, do that stupid thing where they're like. If the demon hears all these words in this order, they come back. Here, I'm going to say them for you right now. Exactly. Keep playing this tape. I thought the same thing. I'm so like, you remember Here he, goes like, the he, tape. Like, he like flies back and then he lands in a puddle. So from the puddle on is basically like new stuff. So uh, Got it. It's kind of right, like then. the Karate Kid of, of horror movies. Because the second one takes place immediately <laughs> after the first one. Yes. Or Halloween and uh, Halloween 2. True. Hall- yeah. yeah, that is. True. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Although this one, this I mean, it's like an epilogue movie. Exactly. They, uh, I think uh, Bruce Campbell called it a requel. This movie, so it's kind of like a remake 
and it turns into a sequel. Are they remaking this, by the way? They they, they already so- remade it. And a TV show, right? Yeah, that's what well, we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I heard about the TV show, but like the movie itself, are they remaking it? They already made one. Josh, made did it. you? what did you think of that? I actually really dug it. I thought it was really super cool. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was it was like I'll put it this way, like I lo- like I think that they made they wanted to make like a really fucked up movie and they did it. No. Like yeah. We um Liz actually came to see that with me, didn't you? Yes. Wait, you okay, that? that is the one that I came into yeah. cuz I was just talking with Holden, Holden McNeely who's a friend of ours. Um was asking, we were talking about Evil Dead 2 and I think that the the remake because he was saying the remake is like straight up horror. It's not really campy. It's just like straight up scary. It blood rains from the fucking sky yeah. at the end. And I remember that because oh, shit. so I, good. So we oh. we saw it because I can't remember what happened, but Josh had had like a really bad day, and I was like, "What's gonna make you feel better after having a bad day?" And Josh was like, "I really want to see Evil Dead. Evil, Evil Dead. Dead." And I was like. You know, it would really cheer me up. Okay. Oh man, you're Just my soul brother, Josh. Just about people getting hacked by chainsaws. So I, so I went, and it was awful. I really didn't like it, but um, I was just trying to make Josh feel better. It was super cool. I loved it, and I felt a lot better. So it did its job. So in in all honesty, this week was kind of a weird, weird week for us personally, and we got to the point where I'm like, Chrissy. I got to watch Evil Dead too. Like I need to be entertained. Legit. Yeah. And I hadn't seen this movie in a while too. And just like watching it, Chrissy was looking at me. I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, oh man, I love this movie. Well, I feel like a As lot it- of this movie, you and I were just going like, what? Uh? Yeah. Ah! Like laughing and like couldn't get over <laughs> the, what the hell was the, going on. The, the, the whole business with the severed hand is so Three Stooges. It's so goofy. It's such I a, love like it. all of a sudden there's like a, Ten minute scene where it's just a three stooges scene. I mean there's there's these weird moments like the other ones where the the ghost comes in and plays piano for the ballet ghost thing. Like it's just so absurd. So I was a Fangoria kid as a kid, and this is like the quintessential Fangoria movie because if you in terms of practical horror effects, you can't get better than Evil Dead 2. It's all over the place. Like Josh said, like this mo- throughout this movie, it's like the Sam Raimi and his crew, Greg Nicotero with the the special effects and stuff are trying like they have it cranked up to 11 trying to entertain you as much as possible. Like everything, like everything, totally different, like blood in every different color, like just shit going on and just like... That's right, we were talking about that because I was saying that even as much as I hated Hellraiser, Hellraiser is like our best worst episode because I hated (laughs) that movie so deeply. (laughs) Chrissy Chrissy actually liked Hellraiser. How? (laughs) How? Chrissy, you want to get married? (laughs) Yes. Yay. (laughs) Um, But like, Practical horror effects are just so cool. Yeah, they're super cool. So great, and I love them so much more than than the CGI stuff that you get. I just because I come from a stage management background and like tech theater, and so I love all those practical effects and like all that stuff. It's just I don't know. It's just so much cooler than CGI. Honestly, I will give you credit for that. Well, not you, but this movie via you. For, for for saying that because it is true and at first I, I'll admit I didn't give it a fair shake because I'm looking at it and I didn't yet understand because you didn't give me much background Justin about like this is campy there's funny weird shit that happens I'm just like Josh I'm like shh 
Yeah, no, no. You were just like, <laughs> we're going to watch this horror movie. So being that, I was truly just given directive of we're going to watch this horror movie. And then I was watching the, you know, arguably old fashioned uh, practical effects in the beginning. I was like, old fashioned. Well, wait, that, well, that, that's such a negative con- connotation. The way well, you said that, I, no, I that's like yes, it's like Werther's, the Werther's original of of <laughs> from special effects. Yeah, but hold on. But there's a reason because I look at it and I'm like, this isn't scary. Like I'm not at all scared. In fact, like is it funny? But is it intentionally funny? I can't tell. Like, and so I was going it's, through that for a while. But then the ballet scene is what did me in, and I was like, okay. She loved she loved the ballet scene, and like fifth, like twenty minutes in, she's like, uh, started singing. Uh, this is you when had you, a th- bad day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, and Josh, Josh started laughing so hard he was crying because I started singing "Be Our Guest" when everything in the house came to life, and it was just like, I wonder what the toilet was saying. Be our guest. Be our guest. That's really so. Uh, yeah. uh, so a really impressive thing about this movie is uh, the budget for this thing that was three point six million dollars. Wow! So with all the stuff they did, practical effects, real stuff, three point six million dollars. It's pretty incredible. I mean, just the blood alone, like some of those scenes where just blood comes gushing out of walls and you know onto him. Uh, I know Josh called it, it's very Three Stooges, but he's kind of like also. Uh, Wiley Coyote during much of it's, this movie. I mean, a, lo- a lot of this movie is very cartoonish. Like, it's <laughs> oh, yeah. so weird. Like, it's such a weird thing to say, but yeah, it is very cartoonish. Um, the, like, just the, the, the physical comedy itself and, like, the blood with all that stuff. I think Sam Raimi is very famous for having just kind of a sick, sick mind to begin with. And he made Spider-Man. Yeah. All three of them. So yeah, he made Spider Man, the one, two, and three, Dark Man, the Quick and the Dead. He did which the I, Quick and the Dead. I know yeah. you've seen. Oh, okay. Because because Leo's in it. And <laughs> Hackman. Uh, we Leo talked about dr- drag drag me to hell last week. I that oh dude, that's a great movie. That's a such movie. a cool movie. Yeah. I mean that's that's like an evil evil deadish movie. Just. Uh, yeah. say, have you guys through. covered that? I that's don't think you have. We need to think about doing for our show. Like Put that's that on a your list. Sweet ass movie. Add it to the list. Have you seen it, Liz? No, no, no. She hasn't seen it yet. So awesome. And, and then, also, um, don't forget. So to... after, and then after this one, there's a a third movie called Army of Darkness, which is is totally I... different from the first or the second one. So. I think I may have seen Army of Darkness. Have I watched it with you? I don't think so. I don't know. No, I don't think you have. No, I so, mean, it... b- b- I was about to say, but not only that. So this movie, Rotten Tomatoes. Does anyone want to guess how what the Rotten Tomatoes score on this is? A billion. A billion. A percent. billion tomatoes. <laughs> 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. Seven, so, what? Uh, 7.8 <laughs> on IMDb. So, a lot of people. Like Something's wrong with the world right now, Chrissy, and it's Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I love when people get pissed off about Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. What? Do you guys have company? I think we might. <laughs> Justin, I'm leaving the podcast in your oh. hands. Oh, Were we man. being too loud? Were we I'll being be too loud? pretty amazing by the way oh, okay so liz what was your if uh, in terms of a favorite scene that stuck out to you was there a certain scene that you liked above all, all the others hmm. i mean the, the the dance sequence was pretty great um <laughs> and and when the hand came to life it really it reminded me of thing from adam's family which is a 
a, a treasured favorite of mine. I'm a big fan of the the movie uh, Idle Hands as oh, well. Oh yeah, that's a cool that's a cool movie. Which obviously took a lot from this movie. You know, at the point yeah. where his hand becomes infected to when you know he's fighting with the hand that's been. Yeah, he like sneaks up on his own hand and stabs it. Really good physical comedy in there too. Yeah, no, he, he Devin Sawa. Very he, good. He he killed it. He killed that hand. <laughs> he killed it. He killed the he killed the role. Where is he now? Devin Sawa. Yeah. I don't know. Did he, he die? On... No, no. We would have we would have heard Brad about Brad Renfro died. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, Brad. <sighs> Speaking R. of R.I.P. <laughs> what, Josh? Do you have a favorite scene that stuck out to you? All ninety-eight minutes. Um, <laughs> it went so oh, fast. I would say I would no. Like the thing is, is that what always what I always love about this movie is Henrietta, because we haven't even like yeah. that's my that is my favorite part of this whole movie when Henrietta bursts out of that cellar floor and she's like, "Someone's in my fruit cellar." That <laughs> fucking rocks. And that's and and she and she just all, like that's the other thing is that this movie keeps on upping the ante and when Henrietta shows up shit gets fucked. Yeah. Oh my god. And then they actually throw the pages into the basement with Henrietta. Like yeah. terrible, terrible. Yeah. It's frightening. She's frightening as hell. And that um that was Ted Raimi, I think. Right. Yeah. They, it's they, a, it's they, a guy in drag. I don't remember. Uh, one of the Raimi boys. Sam's the Sam. Sam put his poor brother in that suit and like <laughs> nice. barely sweat his balls off throughout the whole thing because it was so hot. He uh, looks like yeah. Bruce Valanche. <laughs> Bruce yeah. Valanche. Also, the, when they the when they hang <laughs> when Henrietta is very clearly hanging from the ceiling via rigging, and you can, you like, can see, see the wires, the wires, and the yeah. C clamps and or not C clamps the the hooks and everything. I, yeah, but again, that's I again I hate to say it, but it's like that's the charm of this movie. Yeah, that's kind of the charm of this movie. It's like it's so yeah, it's that. so well done, and they're just so committed to it. It's like yeah, you see the wires. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> right? Who, who cares? If they cared, they would have reshot. We would have we would have not had the wires in the movie. Yeah, but it's you very, saw them. very ragtag the way that. They, he pulled everything off. So. I I think that this is this is a true testament of when like like movies like people would go out and they were just like making movies because they wanted to make a movie. Like that's pretty rock and roll. Like that's what I like about this movie in general. It's like they had ideas for this certain idea for a movie. They made that. They got more money to extrapolate that idea. Like that's really cool. Like I I, I that's why also why I like this movie. There's a lot of heart in it. So this movie came out when I was like seven years old, and I remember it was one of those. I don't know if you were like this, Josh, that I sneaked, I sneaked so I could see this movie. And one of the main reasons I did is because both the first Evil Dead and this movie were filmed in my home state of uh, North Carolina. So this was filmed. They so they built a shot. They 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 built a set uh, in a, a gymnasium of a junior high school in uh, Wadesboro, North Carolina. And that's where they, they shot most of the inside stuff. But uh, at the time, they di- didn't shoot a lot of stuff in North Carolina. because So so I was like, oh, man, this is like a hometown production. So uh, that probably contributes to my, my love of the film. That's pretty, so. that's pretty cool. My hometown was famous for heroin at one point. Oh. <laughs> For heroin, <laughs> yeah. Where are you? It, where are you from, Josh? This is this. Uh, this is a Plano, Texas, which is like a, a suburb outside of Dallas for a little bit. Like we had a big heroin problem when I was like fourteen, fifteen years mm. old. We paid in I, pogs. <laughs> I th- 
I I think uh, Evil Dead's cooler than heroin, Josh. You know I'm what? Take, I bet you I'm they'd gonna... love that for the, for like some PSAs. <laughs> Evil what Dead Two better than heroin. Yeah. What is your hometown known for, Liz? Well, um, I grew up in San Antonio, so the Alamo. Oh, there you go. Alamo. Um, did, but did I went. Hang, did you ever hang out in the basement of the Alamo? Uh, uh, no, but I actually I just walked past it last weekend. I was I was home. Um, but my, my like close to my heart movie, hometown movie, I went to high school in Houston and it was right around when Rushmore came out and Rushmore was filmed all around, um, like where my friends and I hung out, like around Rice and the exterior for, um, Bill Murray's house is actually a friend of ours house. Um, so that's always my like nostalgia fest hometown movie. Such a great movie. Yeah. Such a great movie. So yeah, I, yeah. do you guys so uh just by the way, an FYI, people's like, Where where is Chrissy going? She uh she's going to take care of a sick kid, so she'll be back in a second. But bummer. So uh so Roger Ebert gave Heard this movie him. three three out of four stars. Nice. He just he described it as a fairly sophisticated stas- satire that makes you want to get up and shuffle. I can't believe Did that this s- movie got as <coughs> positive reviews as it seems to have. Because I would have thought people would have been like, oh, this is stupid and campy. And, like, it feels like a cult classic, one of those that gets like critically derided and then everyone loves it. And but also, apparently everyone likes it. But also, Wait, what, what kind of review is that? It's going to make you get up and shuffle? I know, shuffle off to like, Buffalo. What? Can you imagine Roger Ebert like getting up and shuffling after watching this movie? Oh, I, I, I love watching this lady get cut up with the chainsaw. It makes me want to dance. <laughs> I don't know why Roger Ebert sounds like that. <laughs> he sounds like Colonel oh. Sanders. What happened? Ah, I'm a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, uh, so this, I mean, this movie was a cult classic. It only made like almost like six million dollars at the box office, but but the critics it was, loved it. The the I mean the critics did love it. I I think this came out around the same time as like Dream Warriors and stuff. So uh, I just this was kind of like the one like the 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 secondary theater, like not the main theater in town. The secondary theater played Evil Dead Two, and you would go to that and watch it. So. Well, yeah, the the box office is run by a Sharpay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's the cutest. He's the cutest. He's so cute. Oh man. So. Uh, so we talk about IMDb trivia on our show a lot. Um, it's an obsession of ours because you go on IMDb and they have a trivia section and a lot of the stuff there is not true at all. So we try to kind of pick apart what is true and what is not true from the list. So I think a lot of these are true. So the one of the, the main things that stuck out is the producers insisted upon using different colors of blood to avoid an X rating. This proved futile as the MPA... A gave the film an X anyway, and the film was ultimately released unrated. So that's weird. Oh. That's funny that you said that because one of the questions I wrote down that Josh wouldn't answer for me is why does everybody have different colored blood? Apparently, they tried to uh, to, to get ratings, to get a better answer. Rating. But a lot of blood, like just a lot of blood. Yeah. Like, yeah. Josh, you're a horror fan. Um, how much blood is too much blood? That's my question. How, how much blood is too much blood? And, you know, is well, there too... There's movies after this that I can think that 
they used an Evil Dead 2 amount of blood, but the ones that I can think of, like uh, Dead Alive or something like that, yeah. were obviously homages to Evil Dead 2. So is was this too much blood for you, Liz, is the question. No, because some of it was different colors and didn't look like blood. <laughs> so you just like the rainbow selection of Yeah, of, of I was colors. like, oh, that's nice. You got green blood, you got red blood, you got like dark red brown, blood. Black, brown, black, yeah. What do you, so one question is so there's he he at the beginning of the movie he's got a a girlfriend that he takes to this random ass cabin in the woods. Her name is Linda. She promptly gets offed and and buried and and that's done. And then these new people come in and it's like a weird selection of people. So there's this woman, so there's this guy, so one woman is the daughter of the guy, the older gentleman who... The doctor read, professor. The doctor. So it's the doctor's daughter. Then there's also this guy with like a like, like a preppy guy with blonde hair. We, is who, he like her boyfriend assume, or something? I uh, guess we're supposed to assume that. I, I think actually, no. Wait, hold on. I looked at that. They were like kissing at one he's point. Got, so I just assumed that they were... He's got some sweet Hulk Hogan hair though. Yeah. <laughs> he's got... It's very... It's he, very it's very stringy, and like I was like, oh, he's got some Hulk Hogan hair. He's got like 80, 80s bad like bad guy hair, basically. Like the bad guy in Bachelor, bachelor Party or the bad guy in <laughs> Genius type guy. It's like, yeah. you know, he's up to something bad. And then you have these other two people. This guy who's like a hillbilly with like bad teeth. Oh, and yeah. This, well, and his girlfriend who's super, super hot compared to everyone else. Yeah, no? Bobby Joe and <laughs> exactly. the guy. Do they even give his name? Hey. Uh, I'm uh, looking it up. Uh, Bobby, so Bobby no, it's Joe, Jake, is the Jake girl. and Bobby Joe, Jake and Bobby Joe are the hillbillies. Oh, yeah. Jake. Okay, but yeah. Bobby, but what what makes Bobby Joe a hillbilly? She's got like cut off denim shorts. No, on. I think she's, I she, think they're just like townies. You know, she fights raccoons and spits out tobacco. <laughs> she has she a does toothpick spit at a one lot point. in the movie, so she spits a lot. This woman's <laughs> spitting up a goddamn gallon a day. She did. She spit a few times. I think I even said something. That's about the introduction it. to the character, actually. Yeah, Literally, like, like they're just like Jesus. They're they're all talking, and it's kind of like just like oh, the bridge is out. You can't go across the bridge, and then you just see this woman sitting like leaning against the car, spitting at the camera, being like, "Fuck that bridge." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not but not like in like you watch her and you're like, that's she's really good at spitting. It's like, is that the first time that she's ever spit before? Because that was not that was not cool at all yeah. at all. Did you like Bobby Joe, those characters? Well, I almost made a Titanic reference when you were talking about spitting just now, but I had restraint. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's bring it back to Titanic any way we can. It wasn't any of you were talking about spitting. Welcome back, Chris. Thanks. We were just talking about the characters. So Bobby Joe was actually uh, inspired by Holly Hunter because uh, when they were writing this movie, spitting? Sam, Sam Raimi and uh, they were living with the Coens. And Francis McDormand and Holly Hunter uh, here in L.A. when they were writing the movie. So, and okay. they were actually they wanted to hire Holly Hunter to play that role, but one of the producers wanted someone sexier, Chrissy. So they went with that actress. But by sexy, do they mean um, uh, spitting? <laughs> yes, yes. It's hard to spit sexy. That's a hard thing to do. Really sexy. I feel like this it's a is disgusting like... thing that you can't. Yeah, you can't make sexy at all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it. I don't know, especially especially well, like I don't know what it like growing up in the South too. Like 
chewing tobacco just does yeah, not. Yeah, that's like like gross. it's it. We, I've grown to just hate it like so much, and every single time I see people do it, I'm like, this is disgusting. Josh, mm-hmm. where are you from? Texas. Tex- yeah, Texas, we're both okay. from Texas. We met in New York, but we're both from Texas. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How interesting. I didn't know you were both from Texas. Yeah. We're at a line dance together and we were like, <laughs> hey. Now nah, we're um that's hey, where that, we basically met at a, at a this is how nerdy we are. Matinee uh theater performance on Broadway. What was the show? Jerusalem <laughs> with Mark well, Rylance. Wait, wait, was it? I didn't hear. It's called Jerusalem. Jerusalem. With Mark oh. Rylance, Academy Award winner Mark Rylance. Yeah. yeah. He's exciting. a very, very nice man. Yes, we met him. Aww. Yeah, we told him we told him we met him at a show and he and he was just like, I am like your godfather now. It's like, yeah, you can't <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So Christy, we were talking about some IMDB trivia. Okay. So this is an interesting one. So I told them that one of the reasons I liked the movie a lot as a kid. Yeah. Oh, the, you saw that, right? So yeah, the dancer yeah, 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 yeah. that that both Liz and you liked, you know, in the movie, the topless, headless yes. dancer, yes. was played by an actress named Snowy Winters. I felt the Snowy need to point Winters. That out, since our last Question, name is Winters, is she a porn go. star? Is she a porn star now? I mean, I mean that name, or or then? I mean, Snowy Winters. Isn't That's a pretty, real person name. And on stage two, we have Snowy. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, might, gentlemen. Liz, it might be a real person's name. Back when we were pregnant with our daughter, I mistakenly was giving my list of names. And I was like, do you know what name I really like? And he's like, what? And I'm like, Summer. Wouldn't Summer be a pretty girl's name? He's like, Summer Winter. You can't have Summer Winters. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope. So so at so at the end of this movie, there's a, a large demonic head that Ash has to battle at the end, so so the the crew nicknamed the, the it was called a rotten apple head. It was too large, cumbersome for the crew to carry back to California after the movie. So it was left in North Carolina and soon disappeared. Its where its whereabouts were unknown for a number of years until it was found in a Halloween haunted house attraction just outside the original shooting location in Waysboro, North Carolina. Yeah, it was managing the the, the store. It's the manager. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do that's things in North Carolina now. Amazing. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Had a couple kids. <laughs> he's he's got a down. wife. He, he settled down. He settled down. <laughs> Hollywood wasn't for him. Justin, did you ever see this when you were in North Carolina? No, no. I wish I would have. I would totally have gone there. As a, as a little, like, small kid, like three or four or five, I wanted to go to Sesame Street. But once I was older in elementary school, I'm like, I want to go see the Applehead monster from Evil Dead 2. So. <laughs> yeah, I want to go and put my dick in it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to feel it. I want to feel. I want to be inside it. And then I, I want to spit. I want to spit it. Out. I just spit, spit on it. Just spit all over it. This insane man's coming into our store where families are trying to shop for Halloween. He's putting his penis on this. And he's just spitting, this display and spitting and on it. it. <laughs> no one look in the apple monster's eyes. Dude, no one looking directly in his eyes. He gets angry. Stop it. Stop it. I love this backstory we created for this yeah. for this Apple ad. They they explore I like that more than in the, the real story in the final movie, right? Well, well, he didn't disappear; he escaped, and he just wanted to live his own life. Like, well, you're the lone survivor of that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Evil Dead Three: Apple on the Road. Oh, uh, it's <laughs> it's the it's the opening of Nebraska, but with <laughs> the Apple head just floating down the highway. He's Bruce Dern, basically. Rotten to the core. Oh my gosh! Imagine being like 
a kid and, and find that like on the, the side of the highway, the highway and just like try to put it on and go <laughs> yes. pick up candy and stuff with it or something. No, no, no. That'd be pretty awesome. Though. It would be pretty rock. There was actually, I read a, um, I read an article saying that, uh, the original model of the death star from empire strikes back after they were done with it, uh, it disappeared or like they, th- they left it or they threw it out or something. And it like found its way into this, like, junkyard in alabama or something it's crazy and then somebody changed like put it in a bar they left it in a bar <laughs> somewhere like it was just so weird so and now and now I is it they, a tgi fridays or something yeah they put it up at a tgi fridays <laughs> yeah. applebee's yeah it sounds like a it sounds like a hard rock thing yeah it'll, it'll be the centerpiece yeah i the... like how it's hard rock and not planet hollywood <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, we should have that. To, I was about to say, uh, have, have either of you seen Fly the Navigator? <gasps> yeah. No. Yes. I haven't watched so, that uh, for a while. It's a good one. So yeah, the, like a the, of one of, there's a, there's a famous place to hike here in LA uh, called, Runyon. called Runyon Canyon. And years ago, we were hiking Runyon Canyon. And you, you go by, you, when you're hiking Runyon Canyon, you can see where the rich people live in the hills, like in the ways. And like in somebody's backyard in the hills, where uh, a grill would be to you know cook hamburgers and hot dogs was the like a smaller replica like the size of my dining room table of the flight of the navigator spaceship yep and i thought i was crazy i was like chrissy like do you see that am i crazy uh, as an 80s kid i was like 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 cartoon eyes like oh my god and this is one of the few movies i've seen so yes I saw it. He's right. And we did we did some like uh some some work on the internet looking searching. Uh I don't know if it's the director or a producer lives in the Hollywood Hills and has the replica in his backyard of Fly the Navigator. I was like, "What?" Cuz why not? That's pretty cool. Just waiting to actually take it out into space. <laughs> <laughs> He's using it as a grill. You open it up and you oh. put your <laughs> oh, little yeah. thing, things there you on go. there. So guys, uh final thoughts Evil Dead 2. Chrissy, you you said you hated it, and it seems like you backtracked a little. Well, again, and I preface this whole thing by saying I was cranky and tired when I saw it. It's not that I hated it. It's that I didn't totally get it, and I really miss having a plot. So those are the reasons that I didn't love it. And also, let's be honest, going in and out of consciousness isn't good for this sort of movie because you wake up and it looks like same shit, different day. So, you know, there's that. But... Since I revisited it a little bit today, it's not as bad as I thought it was. Ooh. Ringing endorsement. <laughs> Roger Ebert says, not as bad as I thought it was. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Liz and Josh, final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad I saw it. I feel like... If I had found this movie when I was in high school, I think I would have really loved it. When I was like in my little punk rocker, you know, I could see that indie movie phase. I think I would have gotten really into this movie. I, I, uh, the only thing I can say about this movie is make love while while watching this movie. Um, no, I love this movie. Like it's it, it it like it is really a treat to kind of watch something that you haven't seen in so long, and kind of remember why you loved it in the first place. Because I I, I honestly I don't think I've watched this movie in so long, and it's just, and it it still holds up. And it's that's what's kind of the best thing about this movie is that it still holds up. I love I I really do. I truly love this movie. 
Guys, you're going to make me cry. Don't make me cry. Aww. L- Liz, you want to guess that one of the, the most popular quotes from this movie, it's one word. You want to guess what it is? Or, or Chrissy. Oh, 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 oh. It's, it's at the point towards the end where he cu- he's cut off, cut off his arm and he's got that chainsaw in one hand and the shotgun, sawed up shotgun in the other. Right. He flips it up and he says one word. What is it? Schmoopy. No. What is know. it? No? Neither no, one of I you? Remember, no, God, I don't remember. My brain. You, f- no, it, you I, fell. This no, one quiz. No, this one I, question. I just checked my notes. I didn't even write anything down. So nothing made an impression on me, quote wise. He says, groovy. Groovy. Oh, yeah. And I remember, yeah, you said that and then you said it like right afterwards. So it must have been important. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reciting the entire movie while yeah. I was sitting next to you anyway. So. All right, so we give uh, letter grades like we're back in uh, elementary school for our movies. Uh, we're going to go to Josh and Liz. What would be your final grade for Evil Dead 2? A billion tomatoes. <laughs> you can't give it any tomatoes. Okay, fine. A plus. Yeah, I'm going to give it an A. Wow. I'll give it, I mean, it's one of my favorite movies. I have to give it an A. That puts all the pressure on Chrissy, who said gonna, it was stupid and a waste of her time right bring after the average watching down. it. A C is still a passing grade, you guys. C. I'll take it. <laughs> it. It's not an F for Big Trouble in Little China. No. Wanna, how about you revisit that film, Chrissy? Fine, I'll revisit it. Yeah. I'm open-minded. I know when I'm being cranky and a pain in the ass. You, you, Chrissy, this is why I like you, is because you don't back down from your opinions. <laughs> You stick to your guns. <laughs> this, I and you know what? I thought you were going to give it another F. Like no, 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 no. I, I like I. I admire that in a person. You know, <laughs> that's where differences are made, and that's where like you have to respect those differences. Yeah, yeah. If one Yay, thing, gumption. you know what? Send me into Syria. Oh no! Don't send me into don't Syria. Send you don't, into don't, Syria. don't. That's. <laughs> I shouldn't it have said that. It ends poorly for everybody involved. <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, when I knew you guys were coming on the show, I thought it'd be a great time to um, uh, do a little Q&A in a segment we called A Few Good Questions. Okay, let me ask you a few questions. Ask me anything you like, I'll tell you the truth. It's a bullshit question. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. Well, if you just answer the question, why don't you just answer the question? Be honest. No big deal. Yeah, answer it. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You guys uh, up for some questions? We're ready. Okay, so so we we got some questions from some people on on Twitter and Facebook. Um, The first question comes from Dan from uh, the Netflix and Swill podcast. And he has an interesting question on Facebook that he said was a joke, but we're going to take serious. It says, dead or alive, which... Which celebrity would each of you like to have an awkward conversation with that just consists of a question with one word answer and then silence, after which the celebrity walks away and never talks to you again? It's very deep, Dan. Okay, so this is, okay, there's a lot of layers to this. What constitutes an (laughs) awkward conversation? Is the question more than one word? So the question can be a sentence. Yeah, the, the the question can be whatever, but the answer from the the celebrity dead or alive can question, be only one, one word. word. The question and has then silence, and then they walk away. The question has to be an awkward thing to ask. It, it, it's yeah. open ended. The question is open ended. It's just an awkward interaction. Yeah, Malcolm I mean, X. Just the way it happens is awkward. Maybe it's not even a yes or no. Maybe it's like you know whatever poop is the answer, and you're like, all right, poop. Yeah, maybe it's away. like a a qu- like a quiz question or something. Right, Josh. Liz, any thoughts? 
I have, I have my answer. I'm not going to give you my answer. No, no, you can go go first. You go okay. first. Because I think I'd have to go with like Groucho Marx or something, like someone who can make a lot out of silence. Because then I feel like I can get my money's worth out of an interaction with that person if they can only <laughs> have one word. Really I'm all about maximizing my uh, my potential conversation with this person, dead or alive. I like the way you think. Is yeah. there a question that you would like to ask? No, Groucho not in Marx? particular. No, no. <laughs> it's okay. It's, no, it's more about the qualitative conversation. Yes, yeah, the quality of that conversation. I don't know what I would ask. That's one way to do it, Josh. Yeah. What 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 would you say? Uh, <laughs> Teller from Penn and Teller, the one who doesn't talk. Mm. So I would choice. ask him just a really awkward question, uh, probably something to to do with his sex life. Okay. And, and I would hear, and I would be like, "What's what's your favorite sexual position?" And then I would hear him speak, and it will most likely be doggy style. And then he just walks away. <laughs> I like that you and I both chose people who are whose careers are based on silence. Oh, I thought you were going to say magicians. <laughs> no, Groucho Marx is not a magician, but nice, nice try. <laughs> he could have been in his spare time. He been, now been. Chrissy, I'm, this is gonna like a cop out because I've actually met him in real life. Oh God, is it, is it Leonardo DiCaprio? No, I haven't met him. Oh, is okay. it Bill Murray? But you've already talked to this person, so yeah. You want to ask them another question? Yeah, can give a no, one no, word no. answer I actually, to. Well, wait, I, wait, wait. Who is it though? Go Jeff ahead. Goldblum. Who? Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Oh, oh, oh wait, man! We, we have a we long saw him once. We didn't Goldblum. talk to him. Yeah. What would you ask Jeff Goldblum, Chris? I would say, "Shall we go to a supper club and sing and dance until two a.m.?" And then he'll undoubtedly say yes, and then we go, and that's the end. I'm down with that. Right? I'm down with that. So Christy was once asked to go uh, sing. Uh, Jeff Goldblum does performances here in L.A. on his piano. Um, every the now and then, with the band, it's not just him. And back in the day, Chrissy was asked to go and sing uh, with him and his yeah. band, and she said no. And then she came on, and told me, and I said, <laughs> "I hate you. I don't want to ever see you again. How dare you?" I was banished. Was I really can't believe you said no. Well, I t- okay. So I was trying to be at the time like a loyal wife because he was hitting on me. You should have okay. texted me that shit. I would have been like instant text reply. Like yes, no. Where he, he was like this. Let's he was go. Like, he's like wow. <laughs> You seem like you are musical, and I was like, "Well, you know what's funny is I, I will say this, and uh, I when I I actually met him too, and he is very different around women than he is with men. Hundred yeah. percent, he, he, he loves the ladies. He does. Man. He's he very, does. but he is he also does. very very charming. Like totally, he, I believe it. Yeah, he's a close talker too, and has no idea about personal space. So we're in a, in an elevator together, and he's this close to me, and I I don't know what to say. Like I'm like, oh my god. So I look at him and I go. My husband and I really like your work. <laughs> and and he goes He's like, I can't hear you from all the way up here. <laughs> his his eyes flickered him at the ring on my hand and he goes, Oh, well your husband loves you too. And I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> We used to have the um the 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 meme slash photo of Jeff Goldblum is watching you poop in our bathroom. It's really awkward for me. <laughs> yes. Oh man! So Justin, what's your answer? So I would take a totally different route than all you guys. I would be like wanting to get information, (laughs) but you're only getting one word. I know, but I would. It would be like somebody. I was thinking either, um, 
either Natalie Wood or something like, oh. who's the one that killed you? Or uh, Michael Jackson, did you molest those boys? Yes or no? Yeah. Because every time we hear one of his songs and our kids love them, I'm just like, oh, but I know, I know too much. I need answers. Oh, that's anyway, a, yeah, that's a very that's a very interesting thing to ask a <laughs> a man. <laughs> did you molest those children? I mean, we're, we're, I, if, if it's an awkward conversation, guys, I'm awkward just going to go full awkward with it. I want. And then he gives answers. you one answer and he just walks away. Justin goes balls out. Both of these people are dead. I need I need answers. I'm like unsolved myth- mysteries. Whatever. What, what was that guy's name? Robert Stack. Oh, Robert yes. Stack. I, I like, love come that from show. The, I come in from the smoke. I get one question. Okay, he, so he, he enters every single one of those episodes like he's looking for a prostitute in the like a crowded <laughs> London foggy street. <laughs> I used to love that show. That is a great show. Yeah, that's Res- a good you show. You remember Rescue Nine One One with Shatner? I that I, I couldn't watch. watch. That scared me too much. Oh, crazy show. It okay, was mainly a bunch of kids swallowing things. Yeah, that's so, why I don't go on roller coasters. I watch too many too much Rescue Nine One One. Sorry, we're getting distracted. So uh, from uh, from Dave at the Super Movie Bros podcast at Super Movie Pod on Twitter says perfect first date movies question and Chrissy can't pick Titanic. What you, what's a perfect Damn. date move first date movie guys? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with either Wet Hot American Summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or. I was going to say Caddyshack, but I think Wet Hot American Summer is actually better. I'm going to say The Jerk. <gasps> oh, good choice. Liz, will you marry us? That's actually a good one. That is <laughs> That's a, good a really one. good that is a date movie. Very right? good choice. In, in, in our first months of dating, Chrissy and I, uh, tw- tw- how long was it? Twelve, thirteen 13 years ago, yeah. almost. Almost. The oh Jerk was one of those movies where I showed her that she'd never seen. I was like, if you don't like this movie, I don't know if we can go on. But before he showed me it, he would say things randomly. Like, we'd be out in Target, and he'd be like, I'm picking out a thermos for you. And I'm like, that's nice. I don't need a thermos. <laughs> so I didn't but get But now it. you're in love with the. But now you love it. It's a great movie. Yes. God, such a good movie. Super good. We do bits I, from that movie all the time. Oh, such a good movie. I would have to go with something. If you're on a first date with someone, you have to go with something that is lighthearted that's going to fill your heart with joy and make you feel good and then you look over and the other person's there and they're feeling the same thing and then you just start making out or something like that i would have to go with something like elf elf chrissy oh, no. which was our first date movie As with, with will ferrell like, oh god yes elf was a good choice it's, it's a well, how about you chris i mean it clearly worked on me that's all we need to know i'm just trying just, to spread spread the success I, even further love. i just exactly. hope spread to god that you're having this date during the Christmas time because if you're yeah, watching this during spring it's like let's go see Elf hey, in July hey you want to go check out a screening of Elf <laughs> <laughs> it was in December we were I, I had to do the math just now I was like well, we met in November 20 yeah okay we're good yeah we but uh, but our but our first uh, in the theater date movie was the movie Closer, Closer. with Jude Law <laughs> And about, oh. about about infidelity and relationships, oh, yeah, great. Perhaps one. not. Perhaps not. The best Two movie. thumbs up to that movie as like, a first movie. Hey, first date. You want to watch this movie? I know you like Natalie Portman. Okay, whoa, Chrissy. What would be your first? What's a good first date movie? Oh, this is hard. Uh, when Harry Met Sally. T- totally I love that movie so much, and it's nice because in the beginning, I would hope anyway, most people are friendly or friends, so it's kind of like making the logic leap to the next step. Yeah. When I first saw the poster for that movie, I thought it was about two giants in a city who <laughs> it are dating. Does look like that. 
because it's just them standing over like the New York skyline. Teeny tiny New York skyline. And I'm like, oh, is this a movie about giants? Yes. Yes, it is. Is it a bunch of kaijus who fall in love? Do you know when giants have orgasms? Oh, that, that, yeah. And that that causes a typhoon in New York City. I would watch that. There you go. Get that, get that greenlit. So, Chrissy, you know Paul at the Countdown t- yeah. uh, Movie and TV Reviews podcast. What up, Paul? He likes to ask questions that kind of try to stir up some trouble amongst us as, as a couple. So, Liz and Josh can answer this one first. Mm. He asks, who is better at saying I'm sorry in your relationship? Mm. I'll t- Liz, you can take that one. Wait, who's better at it? Who's better who at saying I'm most? sorry in your relationship? I don't know who's yeah. better at it. I probably say it more often because I just apologize for everything all the time, always. Yeah, that's what women do. Uh, oh, is it what women do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a women thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, come on. Like, people, somebody budges you and you're like, oh, I like, sorry, I like sorry. apologize to furniture when I bump into it, you know? Like, yes. That is actually true. She does do that. <laughs> uh, I'm never wrong. <laughs> Never? I'm never wrong. That never ever. That, that's what? Never ever. Oh no no, no that's not true. I'm just, that I'm just is being not a jackass. True. Um, <laughs> I don't know actually. Yeah, Liz is really good at it. She she does it a lot more because she's just a lot more polite person than I am. Yeah, that's right. probably true. Yeah, it is, Chrissy, it is funny. Chrissy, who who who's better? Who 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 says? Um, who's better at saying I'm sorry? Justin. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Mm. No. Fair enough. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I'm objective. It, it, I complain more than Justin, so it gives him more opportunities to say he's sorry. Whereas, he's yeah, nicer. that's very okay. that's valid. Yeah, okay. and and is m- better at going with the flow and like whatever. It's up. It's Tuesday, and he's fine. <laughs> so there aren't as many opportunities for me to apologize. However, I would like to think when he brings something to my attention, I apologize. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you for that answer, Chris. You're welcome. That is totally true. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is so, totally true. You have to answer it too. Huh? You have to answer it too. It's me. I'm okay. better at saying I'm sorry. Okay. Just like Liz, I say it a lot, so I've gotten really good at it. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. Liz and me, sorry, but it's- I think when you're when you're in a when in your relationship for more than five years, at least one sentence, like almost every single sentence you say, has to involve sorry. Yeah, like at some point you're just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't do the dishes. I'm sorry, I'm leaving this here. I'm sorry, I'm doing this. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't hate yep. me. I got don't- like a quick draw holster with sorry in it, just ready to go. Basically, <laughs> yeah. I snored. I'm sorry. I woke up. I'm sorry. I didn't get the kid. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> do. You, do you have to check that when you go through the um, airport? <laughs> <laughs> um. So Dan from the uh, Dan and Cody podcast ha- Dan. says, um. You guys planning on having kids, the two of you? So he he asks, how will you show your kids Star Wars? Is it one, two, three first, or four, five, six first, or Rogue One, one, two, three, or four, five, six, seven, eight first, and then Rogue One, one, two, three? So many possibilities. Chrissy? Jesus. Because he does, has no idea what this means. Yes, do- I do. Really? Yes. You haven't even seen all these movies yet. Fuck off. I've seen most of them. Then what? Don't patronize me. I'm not patronizing you. I'm just fa- I'm stating facts. You haven't seen one, two, three yet. Oh well, I know I did. Let's let it- Josh take this one first. Fine. Your eventual future kids, Josh. What order is it going to go in? Um, 
I would be I would be totally honest. I I will totally be all right not showing any of like one, two, or three. Like if it's mm. yeah, I'm I would I would totally just go with the regular order of like four, five, six on. And also, you have to think of it this way too, is are we also including the Star Wars Christmas special in this? Of course. Then deals off. No. Um <laughs> I no, I would I would actually no, I'm dead serious. I would probably negate those first three episodes and go from four, five, six on. Is that I think that's good. I think it's a good approach. I think the minimalistic approach of just like saying this is who Darth Vader was is enough. Yeah, I think I think it's a choice. I think our kid, well, our daughter who's on about to turn five, she's already interested in Star Wars. She has the Golden Books. She knows a lot about it. She really does. So I think we're gonna go um, four, five, six, and then if she's interested in hearing, I I would call it the backstory. Like, do you want to know more? I'd be like, okay. Like if you have to, let's do one, two, three. Such a good sell to I'm your daughter. Hand like I'm in second grade here. <laughs> I would like to push that envelope and say, "You're right. Fuck one, two, and three. Yeah. But what about Rogue One? Put Rogue One before four, five, and six. Yes, you're absolutely really? right. That should be the chronology. You're ac- you're actually absolutely right. Yes, I guess that makes. I had sense. to get one. <laughs> I totally yeah. forgot about Rogue One. Yeah. Oh, yeah makes so Rogue One. Rogue One, four, five, four, six. Four, five, six. Yeah. And then Force Awakens. Yes. And then the Christmas special at the end on Christmas. I mean, celebrate. If, if we must. She likes And then we all take our cyanide pills and we die in our sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you Chrissy's gotta see one, two, three. That's gonna be coming up. I did. I did in like high school, but I don't remember any of it. I, yeah, I, that's you said you saw I, one of them. No, that's I saw the first Star Wars that I saw. Three. Yeah, really? I didn't see one. I saw bits what? of two and three. Which one? Wow. Phantom Menace? Yeah. That was the first one I saw. And that was why I didn't watch Star Wars for a long time. Because I was like, I don't think this series is for me. Liz, I'm with you. We're we're probably around the same age, too. So it makes sense. It was kind of like, all right, this is what the kids are into. This is what everyone else was watching. And I was like, this is not good. I probably won't like Star Wars. Wars. uh, Shaken Not Nerd has a question that says, this is super Star Wars. Uh, Imperial or Rebellion? What side are you on? Where would you be placed uh, aka pilot, smuggler, assassin, officer, not Jedi or Sith. Hmm. So you're just like a layman person in the Star Wars universe. What do you What are you guys doing, Josh, Liz? What are you doing in the Star Wars universe? Imperial prostitute. Yeah, I'm just gonna be a a a, a fuck boy for Darth Vader <laughs> and the Sith. Because guess what? I ain't getting killed. <laughs> Liz, are you also? What are you okay. doing? No, I'm not. No, I'm not joining that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the, uh, I'm the working girl uh, of. Wait, what? Like that's the, the same thing Josh just no, said. No, mo- the movie working girl. Like, okay, so you know in uh, in Rogue One when Leia went into the like headquarters and she's planning and she's pointing at all those people like typing stuff up and like that's where I am. You're a general. I think I'm like. In the in the planning room, I think I'm like diplomat spy. That's what I want to be. Hey, Darth baby, to <laughs> <laughs> come on by Dipl- later after you blow up that plane. I like that. That's your plan to not die. Yeah, pouring <laughs> yourself me. out. That's the, that's your plan yeah. not to die. <laughs> I mean, if you're on one of the uh, the the Death Stars, still hoarding yourself about, you're still gonna blow up, Josh. So <laughs> yeah, 
And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to steal those plans and I'm going to type them up. <laughs> I, I take your plans and I, you know, do something sexy on them. That's what I'm doing. Chrissy, oh, yeah. what, what would you be doing in the Star Wars universe? My plans are not all that dissimilar from Liz. I feel like I'd be like a senator or what? They throw that term around a lot. Senator. You're on like, like the Imperial Council. Yeah. 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 I cool. feel like I'd be a senator and because I'm very political and diplomatic and... That those are my strengths. Fighting, not my strength. Lying, not my strength. But political mastery, I can do. So I think that would be my thing. I think I would be the on the side of the Imperial forces, but I would have to be on one of those Rogue One type planets that has like a nice beach and waterfalls and all this stuff going on. I'll be that guy like Okay, while everyone's on the Death Star, oh, man, the beach. I'm taking care of, like, I'm manning the beach. Like, I, like yeah, that, I like that in this situation, Chrissy and I have now gone to work, and you guys are like, I'm going to Hey, hey, Josh, I'm Josh is whoring about, I'm like I, on Baywatch duty here in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> it's a lot of jobs. Chrissy and I are, like, making career advancements. We're working we our way running up the corporate this shit. ladder. Hey, hey big Girl. boy, before you go out on that Star Cruiser, why don't you just go ahead and take me back behind the X-Wing fighter jets and, and snap me in half like a pretzel. <laughs> Star Wars Gigolo starring Josh. I would watch that. I'm I mean, never so going to get like, hired after this. We have to this. watch, in this order, Rogue One, St- Star Wars Gigolo, Gigolo, Star Wars. Josh. Then 456. And then uh, Baywatch Star Wars with yeah. me. That's a good one. <laughs> I like um, that. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Thanks for all those questions, guys. They were awesome. That was awesome. Those are fun. We will, I, will, I promise at some point I will take some questions seriously. <laughs> we Maybe. take zero questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. I meant it very seriously, Justin. Oh, man. I have political aspirations. Do you? We need some good people. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 right? we're we're dying for some good we're people so in there, Chrissy. Drained. Yeah, make it happen. Yeah. So we we don't want to uh, take too much time with you guys. We know that you guys got some engagement photos tomorrow. Is that is, is that true? Oh no, we moved them. Good. Which was a good. Liz was like, "I need my beauty sleep. We can't let this go too long." Yeah. That is, yeah, that is actually true. But now since they've been moved, we got all night. You guys want to talk more about <laughs> Evil Dead? <too? laughs> I know, I know Chrissy really wants to talk I one. can't wait. Um, so, number one, thank you guys for talking with us. Um, you guys are awesome. Can you tell everyone at home um, where they could find Bloody Date Night online so we they can get get you in their ear Be holes, the basically? Joy. We are we're on Twitter at Bloody Date Night. We're on Facebook at Bloody Date Night. We're on iTunes and uh, you Stitcher can, and there's Google actually Play. yeah our main uh, our main uh, website for Atlantic Trans uh, Atlantic Transmission. Yes, the Atlantic Transmission is our producing entity. You can find us on their website. You can find us at uh, Bloody Date Night on all your podcast downloading places. Yeah, um, that's I think you hit them all. I think that might be it. <laughs> uh, and. Do you have your own personal Twitter too? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Miss Liz Richards, and uh, mine is Josh underscore K R E B S. Sometimes you so want to spell it. What do you guys got coming up in May? I know, I know, you guys did uh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes in April. Yes, for my for my <laughs> birthday month episode. So, uh, like I said before, we're going to go ahead and um, plow through House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, that's right. Did you did you guys already watch it? 
Yeah, yeah. We um, I watched it last night. Uh, and uh, Liz, I think, watched it earlier this week. Yeah, earlier this week, I watched it on Wednesday. We try, we try to, we try to watch them like a day or two before. Usually, for me, it's I watch them twice in the week. I don't put myself (laughs) through that. I know you don't. <laughs> I would, I would love to show uh, Chrissy a, a Rob Zombie double feature, but I, I would fear that it wouldn't go well. Knowing you, well, well guess you'll guess you'll have to listen to our episode and see. Yeah, yes. it'll be real. I, I, I really am actually looking forward to that because I think it'll be really, really fun. It's, it's a. I mean, I don't want to say too much, but it's a pretty fucking rock and roll movie. So, it's definitely awesome. like a. A, a movie on its own terms. We have to stop talking about it or else we're going to start discussing it's, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't read your faces, but I will <laughs> say that Liz's expression was choice. Just yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Very nice. Ooh. Oh, well, anyway. So, uh, again, thanks guys for joining us. This was thanks awesome. Thanks for having us. Yay! Yeah, man. We, 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 we proposed ma- marriage to both of you. So, uh, so join us <laughs> in our pod. We'll be in we'll, we'll be sending you the prenubs in the mail. Yes. yes, expanding the love. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chrissy, where can you find us on the interwebs? I always say this, but where can't you find us? We're everywhere. We're in your ears and you can't get rid of us. So you probably found us on iTunes, but you can also find us on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Uh, we are on Twitter at MovieGeekCast. Same goes for Facebook. Same goes for Snapchat, run by our four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. And although Justin is not on Instagram, you can find me at Chris Winters. Awesome. Awesome. And so check out Bloody Date Night online. They're awesome. But also next week, Chrissy, things are looking good for our uh, our plans to see Alien, the new Alien movie coming out next week. Um, so, that looks awesome. Uh, I'm super excited about that. We're, 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 we're celebrating a, a wedding anniversary but we're With also, alien. but we're also going to see the new Alien movie. So you're also celebrating a- Alien anniversary. Alien anniversary. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So a traditional yeah. anniversary gift, right? <laughs> there you go. So uh, uh, until next week, uh, I guess we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Thanks so much for listening. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Bye. Guys. Bye. Like this, visit moviepodsquad.com.